Hello, my girlfriends. If you know me at all, you know how much I love first. I love them. And I was just thinking about it. This next guest might be my youngest podcast guest to date. She is a junior in high school. I don't think I've ever had anyone that young. We've had people right out of college. But no one even in college, which if you know anyone, I'm all about. Let's get them in here. Virtually, that is. I should say get them on here. But Tori did a wonderful, wonderful job. She really, really handled herself well. And I love that she's so passionate about what she does and that she's willing to put in the time and energy to even get better at it and also give back. I don't want to say anything more than that. I want you to enjoy it, but I can tell you this. I'm going to leave you on this note. Welcome to Positive Bitch Lady, or as we like to say, Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and highlights some amazing power ladies out in the world. Hello, my peeps. How are my power ladies? I hope you're doing something that brings joy and excitement or passion to your life because this young lady we're bringing on today is definitely passionate about what she does. And she's involved in something that I love so much that has to do with cows. I freaking love cows. If you know me, I love, love, love cows. I don't know what it is. They've always been dear to my heart wherever I see them. If I'm driving, I want to stop. I want to talk to them hang out with them. They're just my favorite thing. But let me tell you about Tori D'Andrea before I bring her on. Tori is currently a junior at TCHS, Pickering Campus, where she studies animal science. She's going into her sixth year in Delaware County 4-H, where she is in the sheep and cattle clubs. She is honored to be the 2020-2021 Delaware County Dairy Princess. Welcome, Tori. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Did you like that little excitement with the bird at the beginning? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was Good thing Tori likes animals because we now have uh, five cats and a dog. Yes, we're the crazy people that just adopted two kitties and they're <laughs> outside cats. So they brought in a bird and it was still alive. It was flapping around. We had to save it. Tori's like, yeah, go save the bird. But she gets it, right? right. Tori, I don't even know. What, what animals do you have at home? I have two dogs, a mini Labradoodle and a mini Golden Doodle. I just adopted my school's hamster. I currently am taking care of my school's cat since the school closed down because of COVID and then the summer, and she can't go back yet. And then I have two cows and two sheep. Okay, so are you still... I've got a crazy story for you. I don't even know how many months it was that your Aunt Jen brought by baby August to see us. Are you still with baby August? Um, August is now living with my vice principal. She has a little girl and I decided that they would be a perfect fit. Okay. So tell us a little bit about August. When did I see August? She was a 
baby lamb? I mean, mm-hmm. is that what you call her? Yeah, so he was born in, he was actually born on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And so when he was born, he got sick. So then his mom didn't want him when we tried to get her to take him back. And so then Aww. he came and lived with us. And that was definitely an experience that I won't forget. He got to, like, run around. He would take naps in my bed. Aww. He even got to go to school with me one day. Well, when her aunt came by at the time, it was before quarantine. And so my operations manager was here. We work one day out of the house a week. And in comes Miss Jen with (laughs) baby August in a diaper. Like and she like what was were you bottle feeding him? Yeah. Oh my god. So at the time, you know, it was cute and cuddly, and she's like, "Oh yeah, just wait a few months, and it won't be so cute and cuddly anymore." <laughs> but when the freaking thing came in, Megan said, "I think this might be the best day of my life. I've <laughs> never seen a lamb in a freaking diaper, and you should have saw my cats and my dog with it. I mean, the thing was just leaping around. They didn't know what to, to do with it." So that was pretty funny. And then now I think the latest thing was, and I saw you with it, the um, the therapy horse, is it? Or the, what do you call it, a miniature horse? Yep, we're raising a miniature therapy pony or miniature therapy horse. And, and the funny thing is see your family walking down the street like it's a dog because it's so <laughs> small. You know, it's, it's crazy. So you're going to, what, what will they do with that? Will they go to senior homes or parties or what's the plan so currently we're in the process of training her and once she is finally trained she'll do birthday parties with little kids she'll go to the hospitals to see sick people she'll go to nursing homes and really just like anybody that needs a little bit of something to brighten their day I, i agree i agree i just i just pet it and i'm like i'm like in happy place all right tori so before we move on Let's get your word. I ask every guest if they were going to just, I know the emotions are all over the place, especially with what's going on. But if you were going to just say one word that, you know, mostly fits you for the past 30 days, whether you think it's good, bad, or ugly, what would it be? I would say passion, probably. Ah. Like, I'm the past 30 days, like I've just been so blessed to get to spend all this time with my animals and gotten the chance to be the dairy princess. Next week, I'm going on to compete at the state pageant and dairy promoting is just something that I'm so passionate about and so happy to be a part of. Well, that's a great word because a lot of times I say at the end, do, do you want that same word or you want to change it? But being waking up and feeling passionate, it doesn't get better than that, Tori. And you're right. I like the way that you said you feel Very blessed. All right, so let's back up a little bit. What got you into this? Like, have you, you know, were you in love with animals since you were two or did it grow on you? I really can't remember a time that I didn't love animals. You can ask anyone in my family. I would like see an animal and you're lucky if you could get me away from it within the next hour. When I was 10, I got into 4-H. That's where I started the Horsey Poultry and Alpaca Club. And then three years ago, I guess it would be, I joined the dairy club where I got to lease my first dairy cow. She Mm. was a Holstein pixie, and that's when my love for the dairy industry first started. And since then, I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunities that it's given me. You know, 
I freaking love cows. And it's not like I grew up on a farm. I, I was, I did stay one year when I was in college at a house that had a farm. And it really made me sad when, you know, not that I'm a vegetarian, but when, if they would go and eat Betsy, do you know what I mean? I was okay milking, but I didn't want to eat any of them. And it just, they became my friends. And everyone's like, why cows? I don't know. They, every time I'm around them, I feel relaxed. I don't know if that's the way you feel too. I feel very soothed. Like it's like calming. I think that cows really should just be the next therapy animal that they make. <laughs> they're they're a little big. They might be a little big. Torben. I mean, there's miniature cows. There are. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of my friends you, has them at their work. Do you um have you milked cows? Um, I've done a little bit of milking. I couldn't get the hang of it. it you know, everyone look makes it look so easy, but it's difficult. Like I didn't, you know, it was just like, wait a minute. I'm not, well, I mean, I got some milk out, but I didn't get as much milk as everybody else. I think it just takes some time. I've definitely gotten a lot of practice milking sheep. Ah, I never even thought of that. You milk sheep? Well, sometimes either their milk doesn't drop properly or when you do have bottle fed, it's better for them to have the milk of their mother. So you have to milk them sometimes. Oh, well, that seems like it might be a little easier. All right, so you go to school right now, and is it all virtual, or you do you go there too? Well, my school is back in person, but I'm waiting until after the state pageant to go back. All right, cool. And you get to elect, right? Right mm-hmm. now you can decide whether you want to be all virtual or a hybrid, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. my school, my actual school, they're fully in person. Oh. But, but you can go virtual. I got gotcha. you. All right, so let's dive into the biggest subject, milk. Got to have milk. Before I bring a guest on, Tori, I always, you know, tell my listeners, send in your questions. What do you want to ask Tori? What's on your mind? And one of the biggest things is how can I drink milk and enjoy it when every time I go on the Internet, I see the cons for milk. And is there a certain age that milk isn't good for you? So I know you've been up on this story, right? This is your thing. You know a lot about milk. So let's just break it down first. Is there an age that you should stop drinking whole milk that you know of? And I know, like, let's keep it real here. Tori's not a doctor or nutritionist. This is her opinion from working with the dairy farmers. You go, Tori. There's no age that you should stop drinking whole milk. Whole milk is always going to be really good for you. It has nine vital essential nutrients and vitamins for you. It's especially important to have whole milk when you're a young, when you have like a really young like infant or toddler. It's super important for their brain development, I've heard, but Mm -hmm. there's no age that it's not good for you. Do you get hit up all the time about all the cons of milk products and dairy products? Yeah, we do definitely get plenty of people that have different opinions. So you and I were talking a little bit beforehand. If you have something with your health that you need to watch your sugar, when you were talking about how chocolate milk is good after working out, that's not going to be a good choice, especially if you have to be careful, you know, that you're, you know, hey, I, I can't have high sugars. 
So what do you think about that when people say, well, you know, it's one of, you know, it's very high in sugar and saturated fats. Well, chocolate milk, I mean, if you do have a health condition where you can't have a lot of sugar, like then, diabetes or pre-existing, yeah. Then I mean, regular milk is still fine for you. Chocolate milk might not be as good of an a thing for you. But if you are okay with the amount of sugar, it has a great blend of carbohydrates and protein that they say is one of the quickest beverages to refuel your muscles. Wow. So instead of like going, like there's plenty of those, by the way, there's plenty of those bars out there. Do you know how people eat the health bars and protein bars? And some of them, same thing. Some of them are good for you, but some of them are really high in sugar, and they're probably even higher than a cup of chocolate milk. I don't, yeah, you know what I mean? Have you ever tried those? Yeah. You know, and so it's the same thing. You have to look at the package and see what's in there and be aware of the sugars and the fats and the carbs because they're not all good for you, right? Now, do you drink a lot of chocolate milk? Do you like it after you work out? I definitely drink a lot of chocolate milk. Yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't had, I'm thinking of this to where I haven't had milk, like a whole glass of milk in forever. I mean, there's so many other milk products, you know what I mean? Like the oat milk, the soy milk. I don't know if you drink any of the almond milk. Are you just purely 100% dairy? Yeah, I only drink whole milk. Occasionally, if I need to, I'll do like a 2% or something, but I always drink whole milk. Well, you know, here's another question for you. So someone just said, despite the hype about cow's milk, it actually, I don't know if you ever heard this, robs our bones of calcium. Have you ever heard anything about that? I mean, I don't know. Not at all. Um, One of the nine essential nutrients that milk is packed with is actually calcium, and it gives your bones lots of calcium to keep them nice and strong. Yeah, so it's like everything. You really have to do your research for you, and then it's how you feel. Now, some people, I'm sure you know people, it just doesn't digest well for them. There's actually a new thing that they found. Some cows have what's called the A2 gene that they found that a lot of people that are like lactose intolerant, they can actually digest that. Really? Mm-hmm. I know one of our local dairy farms, and Meadow, the Baileys, they have a lot of their cows, they're breeding for the A2 gene. It's called, And it's called the A2 gene. Yeah, the AA2 gene. Guys, we got to look into that. All right, that's cool. All right, the next question they have for you. How do you balance it? How do you do this community service work and go to school full-time? Um, I mean, it's really just about time management. Sometimes I have to get up before I go to school, and then I'll go and do my bar- some of my barn chores. And then I come home from school. Currently, I'm virtual, And I have some free time during the day, so I make sure that I use a lot of that to work on my assignments. When my teachers give me any free time, I definitely utilize that. When I come home, I'm usually either working on Dairy Princess, work, or homework. (laughs) So what time do you get up in the morning? Do you have to get up early? Like Oh my god, your aunt gets up so early. Do you have to get up really early to take care of animals? Um, it depends on the day. If I have school and I have chores that day, then I usually get up at about four or so. I mean, for me, even if I have nothing to do, I'm usually up by like 6.30 or 7 anyway. Okay, so you're an early bird. But you don't mind getting up at four in the morning? I guess if you love the animals, it's okay. I mean, 
really when you're passionate about something it's almost yeah. something to look forward to getting up to in a way a lot yeah. of farmers they have to get up even earlier than that so that they can make sure that they take good care of their cows so we were talking a little bit before and you were telling me that you know you've always always been passionate about animals right mm-hmm. always were you always wanting to care for them like, you know what I mean? Like, if if a bird had a broken wing or, you know, a cat was missing, like, were you? did you always have that nurturing feeling? Pretty much. Your whole life? Pretty much. As far as I can remember, I wanted to be a veterinarian and have my own farm. Really? Is that what you're going to do? That's what I'd like to do. I remember even when I was a little girl, like, for my birthday money, like, I would always ask if, like, I could get some money for my birthday so I could buy a farm one day. <laughs> You know what, Tori? I can see you having a farm. You ride horses, too, don't you? Yep, I do a little bit of horseback riding. I'm currently hoping to move over to this one western barn, so I would eventually like to start barrel racing. Didn't you, before all this, or was it during COVID, that you had an accident? Yeah, I had an accident then, and I haven't really been able to ride since then. The barn that I was riding at, the... They no longer have the horse that I was riding, um, so I'm trying to find the, the other barn. But it doesn't, like, here's the thing. Even though you had an accident with a horse, it's not going to stop you from getting back up and riding a horse when you can. Not at all. Really? So how, how do you do that? Like, it doesn't scare you. are just like, listen, you know, I'm not going to let it stop me from something I really enjoy. I mean, really, it's one of those things that you have to just accept that that's something that could easily happen and just keep, I mean, like, you can't let your fear stop you from living your life. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. You know, yes, you want to make sure you're healthy enough to get back on it, but you're not going to let it stop you. You're going to overcome it, which is one thing you were talking about. I mean, I think you're very lucky, though. You said, you know, be sure to always do what you're passionate about. You discovered at a very young age something you're very passionate about. I think a lot of kids still don't know. I'm sure you're familiar with a lot of kids. They have no idea what they want to do. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that I enjoy about my school is that it really gives students a good opportunity to help them figure out what they want to do. Why is that? So we have a bunch of different programs. I'm in animal science, like you said at the beginning. But they have a bunch of different programs so that you can really get some hands-on experience. So say you don't, like you think like, oh, I want to go into carpentry. You get in there, you can, if you do decide that you like it, it gives you a ton of experience in the carpentry field. Say you don't like it, you can go and switch into a different shop, like maybe an auto shop or health career pathways. Yeah, you know, know, that's true. I know a lot of people, Tori, that have even gone to college for certain things but they didn't go out in the field. You know what I mean? I think it's so important that you get out there or even intern and then they get out and they go, Oh God, I hate this. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's a great way to find out. All right. Next question we have from this young lady. What's the most challenging thing you face about balancing everything you're doing? Um, I would say sometimes I do have a very busy schedule, and occasionally it does sometimes start to get a little bit overwhelming, but I then just like to try and put, like, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this, and figure out a window so that I can also get a little bit of time just to relax and just 
like enjoy myself so I don't get too stressed out. One of my favorite ways to do that is to just go to my barn and just relax with my animals. <laughs> I've seen plenty pictures of you like sleeping right in with the animals. <laughs> I think you were sleeping with the therapy horse just to make sure he was calm, weren't you? Or her, she? I think you were sleeping when she first came. I, mean, I could be crazy. Like, oh, that, in was the with, hay? that was with August. Oh, that was with August. What, just to calm her down, make sure she didn't miss her mom so much? We had just brought Maya over, and we figured that we would bring August there as like a little bit of like a help to get her to adjust to the place, but she was perfectly fine, and they didn't get along. And, oh, they didn't? Mm-hmm, okay. And it was too late at night to take him back to the barn since it was like 45 minutes away. And so he would like freak out if I was even on the other side of the fence. Anyone else could be in there, but like he wanted me. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to sleep in the shed with him that night. It was so cute. By the way, Maya is the therapy horse. So everyone knows that's who Maya is. Okay. All right. Next question we have here. How did you get to become the dairy princess? So like I said, I've been in the dairy industry working with cows for three years now. I bought my first cow last year, and the person who sold her to me, last year we talked to her, and she was asking if we wanted to restart the Dairy Princess program in Delaware County, so we ended up doing that. So last year I was a dairy maid. It's similar to a princess in the sense that you go around promoting, except you don't run for the state title, and there's certain events that you don't get to do, and there's several of you rather than just one princess. So you don't have quite as many responsibilities. Okay. And so then last year our princess was Michaela Freeney. And so then this year I competed at our county pageant and then ended up with the title of the Delaware County Dairy Princess. What did you have to do to compete? What did that involve? Um, this year it was definitely a little bit different because of COVID. A typical year you'll have to... for the. It depends on what county you're in for what they require. Yeah. For our county, we get interviewed by judges, and then we present posters, and we present a speech. Gotcha. That must have been so exciting. Did you film everything? Um, well, it wasn't... This year, we did it differently. We just talked a little bit about ourselves instead, because oh, yeah, we weren't able to have a pageant, yeah. but... Well, I did see you... <laughs> Which was, you should have saw people's reactions. She brought a cow to the Paoli Hardware Store. <laughs> and you raised a lot of money, didn't you? Mm-hmm. We got over $200 for Fill a Glass with Hope, which provides money for children or milk for children in food banks. Which is awesome. I know someone said this is the most we ever raised. So did you bring the cow anywhere else or was that it? Um, we haven't this year. Usually we'll do, for our 4-H club, we'll do, like, cow pie bingo and things like that. We're actually, we have another plan um, to do, like, a little pie day, sort of, with, like, pie a princess, cow pie bingo, and things like that. But we're trying to look into a place that we could have that. Yeah, you have to be a lot more creative this year, don't you? Mm -hmm. It's definitely been a year that's important to adapt. (laughs) Well, Tori, it sounds like you're doing a great job of it, especially when I asked you the word at the beginning and you said you're passionate. I mean, that's, I think that's really important too. With all the craziness going on, there's a lot you can't control, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot you, there's nothing you can do about it. But 
the fact that you're waking up every day and getting to see your animals and doing something you enjoy, I think it probably helps with a lot of the anxiety going on out there, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. That's really been like the one thing that's been really nice. Like even through COVID, like I may not have gotten to see my animals, but then like we got Maya. So I still had an animal to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. I love the fact that when I'm saying for your tips and tricks, you know, when we were talking about, you know, the benefits of milk and, you know, don't believe all the negative press out there. The other thing was the agriculture industry. It's one of the largest. I did not know that in the American economy. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. So you really want to support the local farmers, don't you? Yep. Do you go to a lot of the farms and visit them when you can? Yeah, there's a couple of farms that I really like. A couple of those are the Bailey's Dairy, like I said before, with the AA2 gene. They have amazing ice cream and chocolate milk. Like, they are by far my favorite for that. Really? Another Wait, one where my, is that? It's in, like, Westchester, Pocopson area. Okay. One of my other favorites, it's in Elverson, PA, is Conabella Farm. They have, like, the best cheese and yogurt smoothies. I love their milk. You know, I'm trying to figure out, I don't know where your aunt, where Jen took me. It was on the way, you know how we, she lives at Lancaster, but, and we stopped at one of these side farms and we bought the cheese products. I can taste the difference. What is it? I mean, like, she's like, that's because you're getting it right here. I mean, it was amazing. I'm sure everybody in every state has little local farmers they could go to, right? And support. Mm -hmm. It really is important that you support local one way that you can be sure in Pennsylvania that you're supporting local is look for Code 42 or PA Preferred, which means that it was processed and sourced in Pennsylvania. Oh, so everyone could do that in their state, you think, right? Mm-hmm. Every state has a different code. Has a different code. So you could just look up, like, say you lived in New York, you could just look up what's the code for milk being processed and sourced in Pennsylvania or New York. All right, so... Tori, what's the most, we asked you the most difficult thing. What is the most exciting thing you're looking forward to in the next few months? Well, like I said, next week I'll be competing in the State Dairy Princess pageant, and I'm really looking forward to that. Another thing that I just look forward to in general with being a dairy princess, one of my favorite things is getting to talk to the little kids and, like, just getting to see the smiles on their face when you're talking to them and, like, in my opinion, they're just, like, one of, like, the happiest. Like, I just love talking to them about dairy and... Yeah. Well, how old are the kids you're talking to, mostly? Um, I mean, really all ages. Once things open up a little bit, I hope to go to some more schools and talk to some elementary school kids. I've been to Hershey Park, where I talk to people of all ages. Really? You went to Hershey Park? Mm-hmm. Where one were of... you? Where would you stand and talk to people? Um, I'm not sure exactly where it was. It was kind of like a corner. Okay. By, I, yeah, I can't remember where in it, it was exactly. But was but it right in the park? Every year, the State Dairy Princess Committee, they put together a little booth there. We're having another one in December. You know what? You, I think it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there, too. I mean, you're talking to strangers, and it takes a lot of confidence and belief in what you're doing. Yeah, I mean... Dairy is something that, I mean, I used to be pretty shy and, like, I wasn't quite as able to talk to people, but being in dairy promotion in general has also definitely really helped me with that, especially talking about mm. something that I'm so passionate about. 
I like that you're saying that because there's a lot of young people out there that are going to say, I'm too shy to do this. I'm too shy to do that. She's probably an extrovert. You're saying you weren't always an extrovert. Mm -hmm. I know so many people that have been so quiet and so shy and they did this and they did amazing and even made it on the state team. Yeah. Which goes to show you, if you really love something, you know, it'll bring you, you know, out of your shell Mm -hmm. and you, you know, maybe on another topic or something else that you weren't passionate about would have nothing to say, but this lights your fire, man. So it really opened up a lot of doors for you. And if it's not something like dairy, there's probably something else out there for everyone that they can find, you know, that they're passionate about. And that's the most important thing. I love that message. You're saying doesn't have to be dairy, but whatever it is, just keep trying things until you find something that you're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. I mean, even just 4-H in general, like, I can definitely say that that completely changed my life and who I am. Really? And, like, I have no idea where I'd be without it. You know, is there still... I was a part of the 4-H. I was a part of the sewing club. I really? know that sounds antiquated. Do you think there's a sewing club anymore? There actually is. We At Delaware County, 4-H, we still have a sewing club. I, I used... And that, by the way, that, that was one of the things that I really, really enjoyed, like getting there and winning prizes and the same thing. They get ribbons, right, for what mm-hmm. they make. Yep. Yeah, I think I think it's really important. All right. You ready for a few just getting to know you, Tori, rapid fire questions? Sure. Okay. What can you tell us about you that nobody else might know? Anything. Um. Maybe I another thing that I actually really like, I actually really like art. Oh. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'll just like do like some drawing or some painting. And like I really like to be creative, which is another thing that's been really fun about Dairy Princess. I have to make a skit and a speech and stuff like that, my scrapbook. And I can say especially doing the skit has been a lot of fun. Got you. All right. Do you have a show? Do you watch any television at all that you like watching? Um, or a series, or you're not into any of that. Recently, I've been watching... I never watched it before, so I just started watching The Vampire Diaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people. They're like, yeah, I didn't watch stuff, but you know, now I'm watching Netflix and Hulu. I think I just watched... Um, did you ever hear of Jane the Virgin? Yeah, I watched that. I loved that! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It was probably been out for years, but it was like, it was something to watch. I like watching something right before I go to bed, Tori. That That's is, what I do. Yeah, like, I have, mm-hmm, I kind of, like, I have my day, and, like, I kind of try and, like, keep Netflix and stuff out of that so that I don't get too distracted. But then, like, once I'm ready to go to bed, I'm like, okay, let me just, like, re- unwind a little bit with some Netflix. Yeah, that's me. I have to watch something silly, lighthearted, like not real, mm-hmm. and it, it just totally calms me down. Okay. I was good. This one is pretty obvious, but I'm going to ask you. In your spare time, what do you enjoy doing? Well, like, obviously, I definitely love being at the farm and just spending time with my cows and my sheep and horseback riding and stuff like that. I used to do a lot of different sports and dance and stuff like that. Oh, you were into dance? Mm-hmm. I danced for like seven years when I was younger. I did singing, acting. Wow. So you've been all over the place. What kind of, what's your favorite dance? You know, I love dance. Um, I did a bunch of different types. I did ballet, contemporary, hip-hop, tap, 
See, there's something I did not know about you. There you go. You have a lot of little hobbies, which is great. You'll never get bored, Tori. All right. What's your favorite color? Blue, definitely. Okay. Favorite food? That's one that I definitely don't think I could pick. Really? Do you like everything or do you love food? Mm-hmm. There's no way that I could choose just one. Wow. That's good. All right. I think that's it, Tori. We've gotten through everything. I just want to make sure before we go, is there anything we didn't get in that you want to say? Just, it's really important that you do, you're supposed to get three servings of dairy a day. Like I said, it has nine essential nutrients and you're supporting like some of the most hardworking people I know. That's been another thing that has been such a blessing about getting into this is that I've gotten to know so many different dairy farmers and they really are just the most hardworking people. Mm. They really do love their cows. Like some people like see all these things about them being mistreated, but I mean, there is always going to be bad people out there in anything you do, but dairy farmers, they really do love their cows and what they do or else they wouldn't do it. You know, I, I happen to agree with you. And I, I've, even when I stop by and visit, you know, like I said, I'll stop on the road and see a farm and I talk to the farmers and see the cow. They all just seem like you. Very, they feel very blessed to be doing what they're doing. But they do work their butts off for sure. I mean, they wake up at like 4 a.m. every day, go to bed at like 10 o'clock, like get back from the barn at like 10 o'clock at night and work all day. The cows, they don't care whether there's a blizzard outside, whether it's 100 degrees, rain or shine, they have to go outside and do their job, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, how can they reach you, or how can they contact the 4-H or get involved? Um, Delaware County 4-H has a Facebook. If you wanted to join Delaware County 4-H, we're actually a cooperative program, so you don't need to live on a farm. Okay. All of the animals are housed on the property, and then we all take turns taking care of them. And so it it really is a great program because you take people who know nothing about agriculture and give them an agricultural experience, and, like, they understand a little bit more where their food comes from. We have a Facebook page for Dairy Princess, Delaware County Dairy Princess and Promotion Services. I post a lot there about some of the different promotions that I do. Okay. Now, when you when they're, you said you're competing, can they vote for you? No. So, basically what it is is I'll be there Thursday through Sunday morning. Saturday is, like, the official, like, pageant. They're announcing who the state team is. And they have a panel of judges. And okay. they judge the different events and then who the state team should be. Gotcha. Well, Tori, it's been a pleasure having you on and an inspiration to many young people. Like I was saying at the beginning of the show, we normally don't have that many high school kids on. And I'm sure there's, there's amazing high school kids out there, but it's you know not something that I've tuned into. But after speaking to you, you've motivated me because... I think you have a lot of great things to say and you are going to inspire our youth, whether it's in the dairy industry or to do anything they're passionate about. So I'm really grateful, Tori, that you took this time to come on. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Well, you did awesome. All right, my positive bit power ladies, you know what I'm going to say. Please, oh please, 
drink milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> if it's good for you, unless there's a you know health issue we don't know about, you know. But go out and support your local farmers. Have some milk. Have some cheese. Put it in your diet. Also, if this episode you liked it, make sure you push the button. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. You can send questions to questions at sandyjoyweston.com. And until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed. And remember, stay powerful.